This is the Leader Activated Show. Hi, I'm Joanne Lee. I have three teenagers who are the light of my life. Being a stay-at-home mom, I too have my dreams. Now, I'm a mompreneur in the beauty and wellness business. Over the years, I've learned how to manage both dreams and family. In this show, we'll discuss about getting out of your comfort zone, cultivating growth mindset, and overcoming naysayers and dream slayers. From raising kids, juggling a career, and living our dreams, I believe that women in Asia can have it all. Here, you'll learn practical tips and strategies on how to activate the leadership in you. Welcome to Leader Activated. Welcome to the Leader Activated. Hi, I'm Joanne. And in this episode, I will be talking about my firstborn and the things that I learned from taking care of him. So since young, my firstborn has a lot, a lot, a lot of energy. He can really function well with just a few hours of sleep. So you could imagine me, the mummy, really is just so tired and want to sleep and there I am trying to pet him to sleep but he's just like you know the energizer advertisement right the bunny you just go on and on and on and on and on and then whenever I try to tell him a bedtime story and say it's time to sleep he would just go again 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 and again you know and you know the stories that I tell have to be interesting or else he will be upset and he'll cry so I have to put in a lot of energy to just entertain him. All in the hope that he would just go to sleep. But unfortunately, because my stories were so interesting, <laughs> he ended up being wide awake and doesn't want to go to sleep. So I have learned to be smarter. So I've um so in the daytime I will try to go and find activities for him to do. And we are talking about him being like, you know, like just less than one year old or even um, two years old. So I will go and find for trial classes, you know, just for him to attend so that we can try to drain away his energy and then he can go and sleep. But unfortunately, because he sleeps early, and what does that mean? He wakes up early, right? And so I'm always very tired out just taking care of him. And I, as I mentioned just now, I will go and look for activities for him to do. So I found out that there is this um, golf for little kids. So when we went for the trial class, because, you know, he has to hold the golf club and, you know, um, concentrate and try to hit the ball. And because he's not trained and he's not used to it, right? So he will try and use all his energy to try to whack the ball. And... Because it's a session, you could really buy as many golf balls as possible and then just let him whack and then until he's tired, right? Within that one hour. So you could feel how excited I was that night when he first went for the class and he just was so drained of all his energy and he just went to bed after dinner without, I don't even need to tell any stories. And so I paid for like two years of his golf sessions and then just to let him go and just drain out all his energy. But however, 
with um him growing up, he will definitely grow to be stronger and I have to pack more and more activities just to drain away his energy because I really need to take a break and he is draining my energy. So I wrote and wrote him for like music class at the age of three. He went for violin. Why? Because that is the one of the instrument that you can um that a kid as young as three years old could learn. And then he had his violin. He went to go on to learn his piano when he was seven, and I enrolled one more for him when he turned nine. Was drums, and when he went in um primary school, we packed a lot of activities for him to do. Because he was so um, inquisitive and he's so curious about stuff and because I allow him to learn everything, anything that he likes and we encourage him to take up um, that hobby. It could be origami. Uh, so he went to you know watch the YouTube um, to learn how to fold the origami. Uh, it also mainly started because he has very poor hand-eye coordination. So I was worried because he was he kept falling and he couldn't you know manage his only holding things and walking at the same time. So we got him to do origami, and um, because he got so interested, and he um he could really in um go deep into all the complex origami stuff. And then he started to learn um, Rubik's Cube because he was interested. So I have concerns from families and some even friends, you know, telling me about, you know, him learning so many things. And also, you know, the, the reason why I'm, you know, talking about him learning all this stuff is um, it's not because I want to, I want to um, show him off and say, hey, you know, look at my son, he could do so many things. But in fact, I actually want to talk about, um, you know, learning so many things and the concern that people will worry that you are a jack of all trades, master of none. So of course, I have family members coming to me and say, hey, you know, you're letting him learn too many things. He is so involved in so many activities. You are draining him up. You're squeezing him dry. Are you sure he's actually learning things? Is it, is it going to be useful for him? You know, these are all not like academic stuff. What's the use of learning Rubik's Cube? What's the use of learning how to play poker cards, magic tricks? Uh, um, so many things, you know, your son is learning too many things. So, well, when I explain and I, you know, I didn't, need to explain. I just asked my son to demonstrate. So he perfect his um, Rubik's Cube solving, you know, um, to the point that we actually want to enroll him to go for competition, you know. Um, but however, because he has, um, he was interested to do other stuff, so we thought maybe we'll just put that on hold. Not because he was not good enough. He's, um, his best timing, um, you know, he could do, he could solve the Rubik's Cube under a minute, I think his best time was 30 seconds to unscramble, you know, the um, 
Rubik's Cube and then turn it into the complete um, soft Rubik's Cube. So, and then for his poker cards and his, um, not playing poker cards, but, you know, magic tricks, uh, he could really perform uh, uh, maybe about 10 tricks. So my point is that every time when he has, you know, reached like the advanced level of anything that he had learned, so we told him that I think that's enough. You have learned it and you could perform it really well. You could practice and perform it. And then it's time to move on to something else. You know, the same for his musical instrument. Of course, we, um, due to, you know, constraint of resources, we can't be letting him take up so many instruments, right? So we told him to narrow down on one and perfect it. So, of course, um, he has since stopped his, um, after his grade 5 violin exams. Um, he's now doing his diploma for his music and, um, he wants to do music production in the future. Uh, so when he has progressed and finished the um, program of anything that he's learned, he moved on to the next one. That actually made him a more rounded, all-rounder. He's not just a nerd studying and studying hard for academics, right? Um, no, he is not that scholarly. Um, so we told him and we gave him um, an, um, a goal. We just told him to be to do his best um, and then just to be above average of everything. And that is also one of the um, winning formula for him uh, when we helped him to um, choose to get into the choice school that he wanted to, to go into through the direct school admission. Because... Um, Looking at his portfolio, he has not only, you know, um, and uh, participated in so many activities. He has also achieved has achievements, you know, going for competition. He wins award and stuff like that. So what I want to tell parents, um, who are listening in, is that you know through my son, I have learned that it is really possible, you know to just stretch and see what are their potential. Don't limit the child um, just because, you know, you worry that, you know, he might be learning too many things because, you know, they are a child, they don't know what they want. You wouldn't know what their passion is. So just let them go and learn freely. Of course, you know, you have to be beside them, coach them and give them a goal. You know, once they complete and they have attained that goal. Like for example, for my son's um, you know, learning the Rubik's Cube, not just learn and play play, right? Or learn to show off. But give him a goal and tell him, okay, you know, learn to solve the Rubik's Cube in 30 seconds. I think once you attain the goal, you know, you don't really need to um dwell so much further into it, unless of course you're going to be the champion. You know, you want to represent Singapore, you really want to be a master of the Rubik's Cube solver. And by doing that, you actually, you know, he gains some skills along the way and he learns how to research the best possible methods to attain the goal that he wants that you set for him. And in that process, he, he learned the skills to manage 
stuff, project. This is like a mini project for him. And he also learned to know when to move on to the next project and learn to pick up skills um, to bridge the gaps that he, he is missing or he's lacking. So I think it's a very important skill that we can give to our child. Um, never stifle them, never you know, tell them that learning so many things is, is, is not good, you know, or learning too many things. But of course, like I said, and I mentioned just now, that you have to coach, you have to be beside them, look and then, you know, um, help them, set a goal for them. And once they have attained it, then they can move on to the next um, goal, the next um, thing to learn, right? So I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I will be sharing with you more tips and tricks on how to activate that leader in you and your child. And thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and want to know more about our mentorship, training programmes and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there. Because once you're subscribed, you will become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Always start with an end in mind. Sending you my love and I speak to you soon.